Welcome to Fantasy or Reality, the GPP. Whatever road you took to get here doesn't matter. What matters is you're here. My hope is that we all can help one another in this journey. Hey everyone, I'm Steve. I'm your host. My last day to bet was 5-2-21. So it's the beginning of a new year. Into my, you know, first year in a while of not having any gambling. Um, and I'm really looking forward to this year. Uh, I hope you all had a good holiday. Um, I did not have a good Christmas, and I will get into that. Um, wasn't all bad, but I know a lot of you or any of you listen to my podcast typically hear pretty positive, pretty upbeat guy about his recovery and about his life now and accepting everything. And that's true. For the most part, I am a very positive guy. I'm very positive about my recovery. You know, things have been going well for the most part in my life and in my family's life, but nothing's going to be perfect. Not every day is going to be perfect, and sometimes those times are going to be during holidays. Um, I'll get into what happened over Christmas and the week following, and you know, it wasn't all bad. You know, New Year's Eve was great, New Year's weekend was great, but to be fully honest on this podcast, I can't always talk about the good things going on. I have to talk about the bad days. It can't just be 100% about the positives that have come out of this because irregardless of the fact if this, you know, this is an addiction, you know, drug addiction is addiction, uh, gambling is an addiction. We may not have purposely done these things to hurt people, but regardless, we've hurt people and we cannot help how we may trigger them or even if we may not have done something to trigger them specifically they may get triggered by something else so i'll just jump into it so i was really looking forward to christmas um i was really looking forward to spending time with my family uh my wife my kids my parents were coming over that day my sister my niece and then the following week we were having my wife's mother come my mother-in-law and then some other family coming later on in the next weekend so I was really looking forward to this, um, especially after last year. Last year during Christmas time was probably one of my lowest times in my life. It's when my gambling was really, really bad. Um, I was at a long string of losses. I'd lost a lot of money at that point. Um, and uh, I talked about it on the YouTube show, The Brett Free Life, about how I had been gambling that Christmas, betting on or playing, you know, setting daily fantasy sports lineups on DraftKings. So I was really looking forward to this year, you know, just in my recovery, whatever, and not gambling, being present, being there. Um, but like I said, life's not always going to be perfect. Things aren't always going to work out the way that you hoped. And that's, that's, you know, that's where recovery really comes in and uh, helping you, or at least for me, trying to get through those tough days. So whatever. So I'll jump into it. Um, 
so we got up, my wife, my kids, we got up, opened the presents. That was great. Um, you know, my wife and I had decided we weren't going to get each other gifts this year. Uh, we're going to focus mainly on the kids, which I was fine with. And I'm not sure if that's exactly what ended up triggering her later in the day or what it was. Um, I know that was part of it. But the morning was fine. You know, the opening presents with the kids, them seeing what they got, them playing with their stuff. It was great. Um, I really enjoyed that time. Uh, making breakfast for everyone, and really the first half of the day. But at some point during that day, I noticed something just wasn't right with my wife. I could tell something was off. So I tried to ask her about it, and she said it was nothing. Um, probably because she didn't want to. She didn't want to ruin Christmas. You know, it's it's not her ruining Christmas. I mean, she can't help how she feels. You know, like I said, we can't help when we feel the way we do, whether it's on Christmas or whether it's some random day in April, whatever it is, and it just happened to start on Christmas. So she got triggered by something. I knew something was off. My parents ended up coming over, so it's not like we got much of a chance to talk about it. So we went through the rest of the day, you know, not really talking much. So I, I knew something was wrong. I could see she was upset by something. And uh, I wasn't sure what it was, but, you know, Christmas just, we had some fun with my family. We were able to kind of like put it aside for a little while and, and whatnot, but I just knew something wasn't right. So Christmas just wasn't great. Um, and that sucked, man. I really was looking forward to a great Christmas, but I also realized that uh, where, where we are right now because of my uh, addiction to gambling. Um, but so the next day, I could still tell something's off. So eventually, um, later in the morning, I just ended up kind of just confronting my wife and saying, you know, I know something's wrong. Just tell me what is going on. You know, this isn't going to work if we don't talk about what's going on here. So we kind of, you know, go back and forth. We're talking about you know, what's, what's going on? What happened? You know, I'm not going to jump into specifics because, you know, I don't think it matters one way or another. Uh, I think it's just, she was triggered. She was upset. And then one of the things that she ended up saying really triggered me into making me feel how I really felt deep in my addiction. One of the main things that really drove me into my gambling really deeply. I, I know she didn't mean it this way, but um, it was, you know, something along the lines of, you know, stuff that needed to get done. Um, whatever it was, it made me feel like uh, I wasn't enough of a man. I wasn't enough of a, you know, uh, I wasn't doing enough as a man. And for me, that was one of the things that really drove me into wanting to gamble more and trying to win some large sum of money to feel like I was the big provider, like I was this strong man. Um, for some reason, I, I thought that was what I needed to, you know, feel good about who I was back then. Um, and like I said, I know she didn't mean it this way. I know she may have said whatever she said out of anger. Uh, but it really, it really messed me up, man. Uh, so that at once she said that, I got 
really, really angry. Um, even though I knew like this is all stemming from my gambling addiction, uh, I still couldn't help how I felt. Um, and I realized it's okay for me to have feelings too about this kind of stuff. I, I was so angry. Uh, I had to walk away. Um, I just couldn't talk to her anymore. I went outside. I started, you know, there was snow on the ground, ice on the ground. I was just so angry. I had to get out of the house, just doing stuff outside, uh, putting stuff away, covering things up, uh, chipping some ice out of the trampoline and just like throwing it halfway across the, the yard. Um, having to get rid of some sand out of a sandbox and just, you know, basically taking my anger out on this sand. I've, I've never been a physical person. I've never been in a fight in my life, but I just felt so much anger at that point. Like, I guess I just couldn't believe that she said what she said to me. That's how I felt. Um, and normally I'm able to let these things go. Eventually I, I can reflect normally and realize that, you know, I'm sure I knew early on, I, I'm sure I knew at that moment, that's not what she meant, but I couldn't help it. It just like she gets triggered and it's okay for her to be triggered. It's going to happen. Not every day is a good day. She's going to come on here and she's going to tell her side of the story too. Um, because it's only fair and everything's good now. You know, I mean, we've worked past it. We talked about it and, and we're, we're back on our positive road here. Um, but we were just talking before this podcast, not every day is going to be good. You know, it's very difficult for her too. She's very positive about a lot of things, but you know, she gets triggered by stuff almost every day. And I understand that I can handle that and deal with that. But I think it was just the, the combination of Christmas, just not living up to the expectations that I was hoping for. Um, and then I guess what she said just really made me angry. So her mother ended up coming that day. So once again, it wasn't like we had a lot of chances to talk and my mother-in-law stayed that whole week. So like the first few days, I think, you know, she was trying to let it go. Uh, or at least that's how it felt to me. Like she didn't seem angry anymore, but I couldn't help it. I was excuse me. I was fucking angry, man. Like angry. Um, and I just couldn't let it go. And thankfully I had a meeting Monday night and spoke to my GA group about it. Um, and they made me feel a little bit better about it. And they told me, you know, I'm sure she didn't mean what she said. Um, and that ended up being the case. And, you know, deep down, I knew that, but it's like I said, I still couldn't help but be angry. Um, I think cause just what was said just really triggered me and brought me back into how I felt deep in my addiction, never feeling good enough, never feeling like everything I had done was enough, you know, feeling like I do so much and did so much and sacrifice and do everything I can for my family and it not being enough. And like I said, my, no one ever made me feel that way. That's just how I perceived it, I guess. Um, 
So yeah, man, it was bad. I just, it was probably the angriest I had been this whole time in recovery. I think it was just amplified by the fact that Christmas sucked. I was hoping it would be better after last year and last Christmas. Uh, yeah, man. And eventually a few days later, we, you know, we were trying to move past it, but that doesn't work. You can't just pretend like something like this didn't happen. So we talked about it and we were able to kind of work past these things and things got better. You know, things aren't always going to be great. That's one thing I realized, like I listened back to some of my podcasts and aside from when I tell my addiction stories, I feel like a lot of what I talk about is the positivity and the good things that have come from my addiction and my recovery. And that's all true. It really is. It's all true. That's how I feel. Most of the time, things are great. I can't say great. Most of the time, things are very good. I, I, I could not be where I am today without recovery, without what I'm, you know, do on a daily basis. But some days are just going to suck. They're gonna, they're just going to suck. And sometimes it's on a day you were really hoping it wasn't going to suck. It's going to be during a time you really hoped it wasn't going to suck. And that's what happened for me over Christmas and over the next few days. Thankfully, um, like I said, we worked past it and we can talk openly about it. And that's a, a gift of recovery. I think in the past, if something like this had happened, we might have brushed over it and talked about it, but I think we both kind of probably would have stayed angry at each other until it just blew over or, you know, briefly talked about it, thinking back on other arguments in the past before all this, like, you know, I remember that stuff happening. Um, now we can talk about this stuff. It's uncomfortable. It's not easy. Um, but that's what we can do today. And, you know, that is a gift of recovery, but yeah. So I guess, you know, that's another great thing about recovery is uh, having these meetings and these outlets because I remember going back to work on Monday and everyone's asking you, how was your holiday? How was Christmas? How was everything with the kids, the wife, everything? And I'm not going to go into all this with my coworkers. I don't mind talking about my recovery and stuff like that with them, but I'm not going to talk about how I really felt during this, you know, with my, uh, it's just people honestly, like at least my, I mean, I know people care, but I'm not going to get into that conversation with them. So it's good to have recovery groups and people that have gone through what you've gone through and the people closest to you to talk about this kind of stuff with, because it really helped me that Monday night to let it out. But uh, anyways, so later in that week, uh, we talked, like I said, we talked about it, kind of moved past it and things got better Thursday night into Friday and into Saturday. Um, New Year's Eve was fun. You know, we stayed up with the kids and my mother-in-law and, you know, it took some time to finally get a New Year's show on. We, we finally got it on with like a minute and 14 seconds left because, you know, we don't have cable. We just have all the sticks. Uh, we had the Netflix, all that stuff. We don't actually do cable anymore. So we had to get it through it. Some kind of, MB, I think it was NBC app or whatever it was. And we didn't think we were going to get it, but we got it with a minute and 14 seconds left and we were able to watch the ball drop with the kids. That was fun. Uh, so, you know, Christmas was not a good day. A few days after was not a good day, but 
New Year's Eve was a great evening with my wife and kids. I got done early at work. Um, and then my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law and my nieces, uh, and, um, my other sister-in-law came up on Saturday and we had a fantastic weekend. I really had a great time with my, uh, my in-laws. I feel like I have been able to be me and really open up and ever since this has all happened and, you know, I really enjoyed that weekend. I spent a lot of time with my brother-in-law, Brian, um, just talking about our health and fitness, talking about music. He started playing guitar. He was showing me some songs that he really enjoys. Um, one of the songs was uh, Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. I hadn't heard it. It looked like 52 million other people had heard it on YouTube, but I hadn't heard it yet. Great song. Uh, I was able to kind of pick it up on guitar pretty quick and uh, go over that with him and kind of teach him some of the guitar stuff because he just started playing, which I think is really cool. Um, I'm really glad to have a really good relationship with my, my in-laws. Um, my wife has a really good relationship with her siblings. It's really, uh, it's really cool. So I'm, it's really, you know, it was enjoyable. You know, it was really a lot of fun with everyone. We played board games that night. Um, my my wife and I and my brother and sister-in-law when the kids went to bed. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun, you know, getting to spend that time with them. So as much as Christmas was not a good day and those few days afterwards were not good, um, it was really great to kind of feel like it was redeemed. Or I don't even want to say that. It was just good to have that next weekend really be a fun time with my wife, with our kids, with my nieces, with my in-laws. You know, like I said, it was really fun to talk to my brother-in-law about our workout routines and what he's been doing and how much he's been progressing in his uh, workout routines and how much I've been progressing and talking a lot about music and playing guitar back and forth. I got to my, my niece got a, a guitar, um, and she's kind of messing around a little bit on it. So I just showed her a little bit on there. And that was really cool to be able to do. Um, just seeing, our, you know, my kids and my nieces playing together. It was a great weekend. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess the, the moral of the story is, you know, some days in recovery and life in general are just gonna suck. And... We got to learn how to get through them. It's okay to feel the way you feel. It's okay to feel your feelings. And, you know, you don't have to feel like you have to shove them down and shove them aside. You're, you're feeling that way for a reason. Um, and I felt angry. I felt hurt. And I'm allowed to feel that way, just like my wife's allowed to feel uh, upset and angry and hurt. So, um, but then, you know, like I said in my uh, one where I was talking about me, my podcast where I was talking about music, you know, the storm clouds will move on. Sometimes it may feel like they may never move on, but eventually, as long as you don't go back to your negative behaviors, they will move on. 
the you know one positive out of it is I never once thought about wanting to gamble or use or anything. I mean, I've been clean for well over a decade now, um, but I never. That was one thing I did not even that, that those thoughts never crossed my mind anymore. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I know I talk a lot about about positivity, and I will continue to do that. I think that's a uh, important part to all this, to moving past your addiction and becoming a better person, but also realizing that these negative days, these negative feelings and times, they are going to come and that's okay. That's okay to feel this way. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel upset. It's okay to feel sad. Um, you know, it's... Like my wife said, it's, you know, this can be tiring sometimes and she's right. Uh, I'm happy and, and enjoy being in recovery, but I can understand why she would feel that way. And like I said, she's going to come on and she's going to talk about how she felt because I feel like it's only fair for her to tell her side too. Plus there are a lot of people out there that are the affected others and they need to realize and see that it's okay to feel the way they feel too. You know, for the most part, 90% of the time, things are good with my wife and I. But there's going to be times where they're just not good. I mean, this stuff did happen. Yeah, I mean, a lot of lying and deceit and money being lost and all that, regardless of if I was in an addiction and wasn't purposely trying to hurt her or, you know, lie or whatever, like, it still happened. And I have to own that. Um, but anyways, there's a few other things that happened over the last two weeks. I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. Like I said, a lot was going on. Family was here. The holidays, everything we just talked about. Um, but being that I am Steve, and I do like to talk about positivity. Uh, stay positive and love your life. Um, two good things that happened over the last two weeks. Um, the first is, uh, I almost never get tips at work. Um, but I had a couple of customers like on Christmas Eve, get, you know, gave us a little bit of, you know, of a tip or whatever. And, uh, I thought that was very nice. They didn't have to do that. Um, threw us a couple bucks or whatever, but like, it was great. Like that my first thought was realizing, you know, not even thinking like my first thought wasn't like I have to tell my wife I got this money. It was like, I can't wait to tell her I got this money. Whereas last year, if that happened, the first thing I would have done is gone and bought a gift card and probably tried to gamble it. Uh, so it feels good to realize that, you know, through all my hard work, you know, you can change your thinking or I have at least changed my thinking where that was my first thought. I know I've talked about this before. You know, you keep doing this, you keep recognizing your character defects and eventually like your first thought will be the, the right thing or the positive thing. And, you know, realizing that my first thought was wanting to call my wife and tell her how nice these customers were instead of wanting to do something negative with it. Another great thing is, and it's a part of step four. I haven't, you know, you know honestly, I haven't done the steps yet in uh, GA. I've done them in NA. Um but, uh, you know, making uh, a, a 
financial inventory, making inventory of your the things you've done wrong and and then making amends. <clears throat> so there are a few people I definitely owe amends to. And of course, my wife's the biggest one. And I, I every day I work hard to make those amends. But there are a few people in my life who uh, have always been, you know, just kind people. And I kind of, in my addiction, just wasn't the greatest friend to them. Um, and one person in particular was a friend of mine I went to college with. Um, we played on a rugby team together. His name is Matt. And um, when Kelly and I decided we were moving up here, I kind of reached out to him. I told him we were moving up here. He's been nothing but kind. He's been nothing but a good man. Has always tried to be my friend. You know, we moved up here. We went and saw, you know, he invited us over. Spent time with his family. Spent time with a another teammate of ours that night or that day, which was really fun. But, you know, initially we were just having a hard time up here. I was having a hard time, like, adjusting. And then the next year is when I, really, you know, relapsed and, and, uh, Matt always tried to reach out and be my friend. And I was just so deep in my addiction. I just, I had a hard time talking to anyone. Really, I, had a, I just wasn't a good friend. And he tried over and over again to reach out to me to see how I was doing, to see how we were liking it up here. He was always a good friend. Even when he'd reach out, he'd, he'd text, he'd call, and I wouldn't respond for days, weeks, or at all. Uh, he, he kept trying to reach out. And, uh, he was definitely on my list of people I needed to make amends to. And I was going to call him and, and, and make those amends. And he ended up calling, uh, December 30th, uh, just to check in and see how things were going. And I just let the floodgates open. I told him everything that had been going on. I apologized for being a, a bad friend. I apologized for a lot of stuff. I mean, he was always trying to just be my friend and, I was just, you know, whatever it was, man, just being in my addiction, just wasn't being a good friend back. And I've always felt bad about that. Um, but I apologized and like the good guy he is, he's like, it's cool, man. You know, I'm just, I'm glad you are doing better. I'm glad you're doing okay. And, you know, we talked about getting together soon. Uh, I wished him a happy new year when, uh, you know, on the first and I, I look forward to rebuilding that friendship and friendships with, with other people in the future. But, you know, it's, it's just one of the good things is reconnecting with friends. You know, the opposite of addiction is connection. And um, I'm glad I was able to start that amends process with uh, one person that uh, I definitely owed some amends to and wanted to make some amends to. And I appreciate the fact that he was receptive to that. We talked for a while and, you know, I look forward to rebuilding that friendship. Hopefully, um, he did give me a little shot, which I, I, I deserved for sure. Um, you know, when we were getting off the phone, you know, we were talking about, you know, making some plans and he's like, you know, I'll text you and, and we'll, we'll work something out. And he was like, make sure you text me back. I was like, Oh, zinger. I, uh, I definitely deserve that one. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, good dude, man. Um, but anyways, so 
Yeah, sorry I missed you guys last week. Missed everyone last week. Um, I know this isn't the largest podcast yet, but you know I know some people are listening, uh, and I apologize for missing last week. Um, but like I said, last week was just a rough week. It's okay to have those re- uh, those weeks. It's okay to not always be perfect. Um, and I realize that uh, been pretty good at uh, recognizing character defects and, and working on them. And I'll talk about those in, in future podcasts. But I really just kind of wanted to talk about what happened on Christmas and the following week. While it was still kind of fresh and, you know, I know when I first started listening to these podcasts, I just wanted to, not that I was wanting anything, honestly, I just, when I listened to them and realized that I wasn't alone in feeling this way, yeah, you're, you're not alone in feeling the way that you, you feel now or have felt. Um, I'm over eight months into my recovery. I feel like I, I've progressed a lot. My wife is in recovery. She's progressed a lot, but some days are just not going to be good. And, and that's okay. Not every day is going to be okay. But we are going to be okay. Thanks for listening. Here's where to get help. You can call or text 1-800-522-4700. That's the National Council on Problem Gambling. Or you could call 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537. This is where I found um, the link to my therapist through my local counselor. And then also, we cannot forget our affected others. My wife goes to Gammonon every week, and it's been a huge help to her. So anyone in your life who you feel like needs help or you've affected through your gambling, you can go to gammonon.org, G-A-M dash a-n-o-n dot org the number is 718-352-1671